everyone. So welcome to Ask Yvette. And here we have a question from the public. And the question is, um, there's a problem with my aorta and it's valve problem also with leaking. What is going on? What is behind that? Okay, so here when we're looking at a heart valve in the aorta that's leaking, right? especially now the specific part of the valve, we're also looking at the heart. Now, the interesting thing about the heart is that people always think it's about giving and receiving love. Now, yes, that does play a very important role. It absolutely, that's valid too. However, I have found that the heart and heart problems also has a lot to do with your territory, your ability and your capacity to express and to set boundaries. And when I say territory, I mean your actual personal space. So when you look at people, for example, who have heart problems, they tend to have a lot of anger problems, a lot of suppressed anger because they're trying so hard to be the peacekeepers. But there's also a big part of these people that have had to fight for everything that they wanted. They've had to, you know, go through the, jump through the fire hoops, really go through hardships to really truly have their needs met but to also get what it is that they want and to also having to fight for their personal space and to have that space protected. So normally in this case, what you will be looking at is childhood stress. You're going to be looking at the past. I know we always don't like going there, but in this case, this is actually going to be really super important because when you look at having to fight or defend your personal space. What I mean by that is it can be figurative speech and it could actually also be physical. You're looking at someone that's dealing with now a very, not maybe an aggressive parent, very domineering parent, very loud, very opinionated, um, but perhaps a parent with quite a big personality. Um, it doesn't necessarily have to be abusive, but it could also be in the form of being very controlling. It can be in the form of very a bit of a dictatorship type of dynamic happening there. But also what I notice is that there's a fear of really fully allowing yourself just to be you in your environment. Just feeling safe and secure within your sense of self and to feel safe in your own home environment. So what I'm hearing here in this case is feeling unsafe in an environment where you are meant to feel safe in. There's a part of you that feels extremely powerless to create that safe place and space for yourself and having to fight for it instead of just realizing that you can just have it. Because the reason why you feel that you have to fight for it is because that's the pattern that you had to go through in the past because it didn't come easy. There wasn't a natural acceptance, perhaps, of your presence, of who you were in the household. And feeling that there was constant criticism, constant attack, constant, um, you know, a lot of negativity. I mean, it could, it could even be borderline abuse. I'm not saying that it was, but it could be for some other people who have this condition as well. And what's coming with this condition is that in order to keep the peace... You give and you give and you give. You give so much that you don't leave room or space for yourself to receive. Because you don't feel safe to receive. Because in order to allow you to receive, 
it means that this little space that you've now protected and, and created a barrier around and, and your little own personal space around you, figurative speech or, or physically, is the only little safe haven that you have. In order to receive, sometimes we have to let go of that barrier and allow ourselves to receive love, to receive support. But none of this could have been trusted in the past. So now you have a negative association with that. And therefore, you give too much of the very thing that you need the most. Because then you feel the safest in that place of empowerment where I'm giving what I need myself because that is your safe way to connect to it. Because you are the one giving it means that you are the one in control of it. You are in control of your emotional experience that you're having within someone else's experience by giving that to them. So that's your way of finding joy of doing things for other people, or at least you think you are. But the joy is actually coming from you finally having your unmet needs met through someone else's experience. But you are always going to feel unfulfilled within that because you're not actually the one on the receiving end. And so that feeling of unfulfillment, that feeling of lack, it's like you're dipping your toes in it. You want more and you want more and you want more. So the reason why I feel that is because, like I said just now, you're not the one that's actually on the receiving end of that experience that you're creating for someone else based on the very concept and thing that you need yourself. So for example, if you're the one that, that, that needs love and you just keep giving it to other people, but you don't allow yourself to receive that, then at some point you're going to be depleted because when we give, we always receive as well, not necessarily from the same person. We actually can receive in different forms from other people and circumstances and dynamics. But we have to be open to receiving that in order to get the balance back, the energetic balance back within ourselves. Because it's almost like you are literally losing energy. Your heart force is just pumping out love, just giving, giving, giving. And it's almost like you're losing energy. It's like a sense of, and the leaking is coming from that feeling of powerlessness. Because there's a muscle, there's a valve that needs to work correctly. And it's feeling powerless. It's almost like the psychosomatic stress associated with that is just, I'm not in control of my life anymore. I'm not in control of, you know, how I would like my needs to be met. I have to allow it to be met in the way that other people want to give it to me. But it's not in alignment with me. So I'm cutting myself off from that. And... It's always going to leave you in a place of feeling isolated, not feeling that you're having your needs met, which then also, you know, it can roll over into suppressed anger. It's rolling over into suppressed anger because there's a part of you that knows, that feels so unfulfilled, so unfulfilled, even though you're giving everything and, you know, your life might be really great based on how you're giving and you're setting up other people's lives for happiness and success. But where does that leave you? Where does that leave you within this whole situation? It always leaves you the one picking the shortest end of the stick. And 
that is what can also cause the frustration, the suppressed anger. It's like, it's like there's a part of you that's resenting how much you're actually giving and realizing that you're not getting it back, but you've set forward such a strong pattern now of just giving and giving and giving and feeling that need, feeling depleted, feeling tired of always having to fight for your, for your personal space, having to fight for respect, having to fight for freedom, having to fight for, you know, having things in a certain way that you know you deserve, but there's a part of you that's too scared to claim that. So it makes the question who or what suppressed you or challenged you to feel so scared to claim that. Because there's still a wounded part and aspect there of this. Now, another swing to this, is also something that could be inherited. So it could be that this is an emotional pattern and state as well that you got either from mom or dad or grandma or granddad. You know, maybe that they also have heart problems or it could be that the psychosomatic emotional stress that they felt is very similar to what you're feeling. And now maybe the, the tolerance of the emotional body being able to cope and deal with the level of emotional stress is becoming less and less and less, which means that it's increasing the, the odds of a heart problem starting to be coming more and more um, relevant and the possible you know, element of actually surfacing. Another aspect that I want to add here that's really super important that should also be looked at is what was your mother's diet like when she was pregnant with you? And what emotional stress did she go through? Because when you look at people with heart problems, I am very inclined to go back to the womb because the mother's emotional state of stress in her diet plays a tremendously, tremendously big role. I cannot stress that enough, especially during the time when your heart was developing. Because we always think that the placenta is a barrier between the mother and the child, but when it comes to emotions, it's not. And that has been scientifically proven. That's an actual fact. The protein cells in the lining of the placenta is already recording and storing the mother's stress from a very early age while you were in the womb. So if she was under a lot of stress, your heart and its capacity to beat and to grow and to feel strong is going to be greatly influenced by the emotional stress and the challenges that it causes for your heart to develop in a healthy way. So that was a really great question and I do hope that that helps. So thank you so much guys and keep asking these really great questions and until next time.